0: Hello, my name's Kimberly, and I'm perhaps what you would call a modern day Feng Shui consultant. I can help you turn your home into the most supportive, calm and peaceful space you can imagine. I'm here to guide and show you how to work with your home to unlock its power and magic. And in that, I'm committed to sharing the secret of this magical practice in a way that everyone can use. As you know by now Feng Shui has absolutely transformed my life for the better and what an amazing job that I have helping women all around the world create calm and peaceful homes. Most of the time my clients come to me because their home is filled with bickering and arguing or the health of those living in the home may have changed over the last few years or the wealth of the home may be an issue. If this is you, if this resonates with you, please visit my website, thefengshuiflow.com. Click on the work with me tab and you'll see the three different options that I have available. So much love, Kimberly. Welcome back to part two of the Feng Shui Flow podcast with the gorgeous Fingal. I hope you're enjoying our chat as much as I enjoyed recording. I'd love to know what you think, how you feel about tarot card reading, because for me, he completely changed my view on it. Enjoy. You talk about guides. Mm. And you talk about this a lot in your podcast and spirit level. And I realised on the newsletter that you sent out your freebie at the minute. So when this goes out, is about your animal spirit guide, which I thought was a lovely one to to lean in with. Because so you've got a pet, not this like, yes. horrendous dragon behind yeah. you or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was a lot. So can you talk about because obviously, you know, I I think my messaging. What I like to do is take Feng Shui and put it in this modern speech, this modern language. So about speaking out loud. So whether you're speaking, you know, universe, can you help me with this? Your spirit guides, your angels, your whoever it is that you're speaking, your God, whatever it is that you're speaking to. And it's this generic language, but I do feel that there's guides there. And you speak about this quite a lot and there are quite a number of guides that we have. I think that's right. Yeah, it's a big, it's
1: a big topic. Um, the clues really in the name. I know that some might sound a bit glib and a bit kind of ooh, um, but it's. it's... <laughs> Um, but they are they are guiding you, you know. So often with spirit guides, we can think of them, and I've fallen into this hole before, this trap of thinking of them as our servants, our spiritual servants. I want this. Can I have a new car, please? Oh, I need more clients. <laughs> um, and what do you mean? At... I haven't won the lottery? Bloody hell! Oh, yeah, quite. Right. Oh, there's a story on that after, after. Oh. Oh, I've got a couple of stories on that actually. Um But it's, um yeah, we, we can often think, I call them my spiritual family or my, yes, it, yeah, yeah. That's nice. It's And I, they are people that I just speak to all the time and I kind of wake up and I go, hi. And when I'm leaving the studio, I'll say, see you later. I'll, I'll catch you later. So I talk to them very much as, all I was going to say is that, though they're there for me, they are completely there yeah. um but it's again, I don't know how people don't leave the house i um if they didn't know their spiritual family were there it's kind of they <laughs> they' they're so necessary for me, just in terms of kind of guidance and I think the issue is with spiritual guides is a lot of people expect quite a gross kind of experience with them in terms of this very acute proof that they're there as though they're kind of going to walk Mm -hmm. through the door as an apparition um in all the time I've been working with my guides I've only ever seen three of my guides maybe four of my guides in meditation and that's probably over the last kind of seven years maybe plus so it is very rare for them to kind of show themselves in that very kind of a gross Mm -hmm. way um but they are there to support you throughout your life and they're there to guide and assist. And their main focus is how do you grow and develop on your path? And how do you grow and develop on your dharmic path? So when I use the word dharma, I mean light's purpose, effectively. Mm -hmm. And they will nourish, cultivate, bring things in, keep things at bay. They will assist you in every way that they can. Now, the important thing to remember is that we are given free will it's one of the laws of the universe and that kind of governs everything that we choose so as much as they could say just like a friend just like a family member no kimberly i don't think you should buy that new handbag whatever you can kind of go no i'm not listening to you i really want it and that's your prerogative
0: <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs>
1: I'm sure we've all in there. It, fingers in ears. You can't tell me what to do. Um, even though your bank balance is screaming.
0: Stop Say it. no. yeah
1: like, No, I need that crystal. I absolutely need that crystal. Um, so as much as they can guide and assist it's up to us to kind of respond to that and it's also up to us exactly as you said to set that intention of guides help me in this situation um is there any guidance Uh, bring through people in my life that are going to help me develop this xyz but again it's not just a wish list so very often it's important to kind of say to your guides right what can i do for you what is there just think about just because this consciousness doesn't have physical form doesn't mean that that relationship should be treated in any different way that we treat any of our other relationships so if we imagine a friend that we're always ringing up saying can I borrow this can I have this will you do this for me that friendship would be very short-lived because the friend would be like well come on what's there's no give and take here so we should think about the process with our guys very much the same so just remember But you'll have a guide that will help you, just as you say, you've got your three main guides, and I won't go into that in too much depth. Um but then you also have guides that help you for particular periods of your life and on particular paths. So you'll have guides that are helping you in the feng shui aspect of it. You'll have guides that will help you on the kind of speaking aspect of the podcast. You'll mm-hmm. have guides that help you um with the family aspects of life. You'll have guides. And all you need to do when people say, well, how do I start this kind of relationship? How do I connect with my guides? Just start talking to them, really. Just start kind of... A really good way is just saying right, okay. If you're there, send me send me a signal within the next twenty four hours. So you can just say the time that it is at the moment. It's funny. I'm literally just saying that. I'm looking at the clock timer as well, and it was twenty seven twenty seven. So that seems um uh, very very fitting. So there's the sign that my guides are here. And. Um, but it's just looking for those little symbols maybe it's a feather you find in an odd place I was doing a reading in this room the other day and this little feather just floated through the window and it's like it's a really really difficult angle because it's one of the windows that only opens yes. like that so there's no way the yeah. feather can come just little things like that take them as a sign those synchronicities I always call God's breadcrumbs or those yes. those little you know for me I always catch the clock at like 12, 12, 13, 13, 14 14, 14 so just those are a little nudges but again just really start because it will, may feel a little bit artificial initially it might feel a bit kind of what am I doing here yes but actually the more you're able to cultivate that relationship and again think of it as a relationship in your normal life it's not that you know, somebody's going to invite you over to their house on the first meeting. You're going to have to hang out with them a couple of times and go, oh, I really like you. Do you want to come for dinner? Please be
0: my friend. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: exactly. No one likes that. Can we be friends? Please, please. Let's be friends,
0: please. (laughs) So you also have an amazing talent of drawing Mm -hmm. your spirit guides as well. And you told an amazing story on your podcast. And how did how do you even realise oh, that you can do that?
1: I know. It's a bit of a... <laughs> Sorry, just quickly, I just have to interject here. I just have to very, very quickly. And I will answer that question yes. because it's, it's a great one. Thank you. Just with going back to the lottery stories. So my oh, yes. father, and this is absolutely true, my father was sitting down with my sister one evening, and the lottery was—you know—they used to do. I don't know if they still do it. The, the kind of thunderball, and you with watch the, the, the watch the balls come out. And God.
0: <laughs> I imagine we if might somebody be showing our age is... here, and I'm much older than you.
1: <laughs> I was just wondering if somebody tuned in at the moment that I said the balls come out. So, um, but. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> low hanging fruit. I had. Well, oh, God, that's awesome. With a slightly unfortunate choice of time. God, <laughs> we've descended into letters with Mystic Meg. But we, he was watching that <laughs> show, and he wrote down six numbers. And the six numbers came out. I swear, I promise on my life that that happened. He literally just wrote on a piece of paper and I just thought... Your father did? Yes. Yeah, he literally wrote down six, eight, whatever numbers it was, and the six numbers came up. Even just oh. writing them on the piece, I just could not believe it. It was just so, the probably the most infuriating thing to happen. And also <laughs> the woman that taught me the tarot, she I'm, I'm sure she won't mind me sharing this because it's in the public forum anyway, um, but she said that she was in a, a sh- shop as well and I think wrote down the... I can't remember, but she basically intuited the 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 lottery numbers but had a bit of a freak out so she changed two of the numbers and she ended up getting four numbers but again it was like this kind of existential freak out so it's funny that actually people when people say oh why don't you just intuit the um the lottery numbers i feel that that is available to us it's just it's kind of a a choice thing really it's like well whether that's meant to be part of your path or not but anyway just quick aside
0: unbelievable mm. no that's definitely so that story trumps all the other <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! It's
1: so like my dad as well to, to do that. Just like not go to the news but just write them down. Just, um, <laughs> oh, I um, just know
0: them anyway. We like, don't need the money. Exactly. It's fine. Exactly.
1: <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um,
0: so, were you? So, when that happened, did you realize that you had this skill then? Or had you not realised that you were able to do this as well?
1: It's a bit of a funny one. So I I only, it's only when looking back retrospectively on my early teens that I realised actually there was quite a lot that I was doing that was very much in this world. So my friends and I, God, this, I haven't said this actually. I haven't, It's only, I've only just remembered it. But my friends and I, I think, went to a field at, like, midnight or something, this farmer's field in the middle of nowhere to, like perform kind of pagan rituals and stuff i think i was like 13 at the time and we laid there for day and nothing happened except like mice crawling around near our ears <laughs> and stuff we're like should we go home and We're like yeah it hasn't worked let's go but we used to try and levitate an astral project like i used to go around my friend's house all the time where we'd try out these different spells and stuff and i'd kind of completely forgotten about all of that and um it was only for spe- No, my my psychic awakening was, kind of happened at 26 when I had I started getting prophetic dreams. But again, I was just thinking, "Oh, this is a bit odd. This is a bit strange," and yeah. didn't really read too much into it. But it was in, when I was I think about I suppose it's when my Saturn Ret- returns was happening at around 28 to 31. I imagine um, that it's really started ramping up, and it came through crisis, health crisis. That, mm. I thought, right, okay. I really have to explore why this is happening. What's going on here? Um, so, and I, I was going to the doctors, and they were saying, "No, you're absolutely fine," even though I was having these really intense experiences. Um, yeah, that that are still kind of going on in in some shape or form. I was, yeah, I was about to go off on another tangent. I was just thinking about our death wow. story. We were talking about death earlier, and yes. um my birthday was about two and a half weeks ago. And so how I came onto this journey, I kept fainting all the time. I would be walking down the street and fainting. I would be like in a Buddhist retreat and fainting. So it wasn't even that I was stressed or undernourished or anything like that. So again, this was going on for months and months and months, ended up in hospital. They couldn't find what was wrong with me. So I was like, right, I've got to figure this out. And, um, the same thing happened to me on my birthday this year it hasn't happened for five years but I basically had a near-death experience on my birthday this year and again that's really it was a full 360 moment of um this is why I started the process and me fainting again in the middle of a restaurant but it was much more intense my speech started slurring my eyes started rolling in the back of my head my husband was just beside himself god love him he didn't know what was going on near nor did i because oh. this wasn't like anything else i'd experienced and as it was happening i was going oh is this me done is this my is this me off this mortal coil oh my um god. and i knew i was all right because the answer came back no you, you this isn't your time done um So that brought me some, some solace, but it was still really, really scary and kind of went into the ambulance, came back. Thankfully, I was fine and still kind of fine. But it was really odd, this near death experience and this real fainting episode again on my birthday almost five years after I sat at the wellness foundry so there's a lot for me to process within that so it's not like Mm. this stuff still isn't kind of I'm still not still working through this stuff really um but yeah that was that was the kind of catalyst it tends to be the catalyst for most people's spiritual and psychic awakenings tend to come from crisis And I saw somebody put a comment on our podcast, because we were talking about this a bit in our podcast, saying, why does everybody leave it till a crisis point? And I thought, oh, that's a really good point, actually. And um, uh, Kagi Dunlop, who who runs Sutton Returns, I was on her podcast and we were chatting about this and she was saying... um, no, I think it's from Oprah, but the universe will send you kind of s- stones, and then pebbles, and then rocks, and then boulders before you kind yes. of wake up to to the things. So and I think you have to be a really trusting, integrous, and faithful person to pick up on those subtle stones straight away. Now I can spot them much easier because I'm yes. I'm looking out for them, but. It, why I'm saying this is don't beat yourself up if it's take, if that process has taken a few years, because again, I was thinking all that time I've wasted in fashion. Oh, it's kind of gone to ruin, but actually I've managed to bring through so much of that fashion sensibility into the wellness foundry, which is part and parcel of why it's worked because of this unique perspective. So don't worry if that process is going to take you a while, but it does require faith and courage. Completely, and it's interesting. I was running a retreat and we're talking so much about how much that's necessary because you know, I'm sure the same is for you when you started your feng shui business. It wasn't just it didn't just happen overnight, nor did it. In you know, it, there was that transitionary period where it must have been really scary of is this going to work? Is this going to, or oh, I don't totally. know.
0: And I started my business on my 43rd birthday, you know, oh. it, it's taken me a while to get there, and it was really scary because. I was the only person, you know, in my area at the school gates that was even remotely spiritual. Yes. And I was like, you know, all of a sudden, here's my new business. Yes. Here's my website. Um, And,
1: and look how well it's going.
0: Well, yeah.
1: That's the, and this is the thing. It's like, I really feel that, what is it? Um, fortune favours the brave. I really yes. believe in that quotes so much and it's really scary and really petrifying and i i'm really i really resonate with what you're saying there in terms of this is again why i sat at the wellness foundry because as i was going through that experience i was thinking where do i go what resources are that out there for me and again they tend to be quite esoteric you find a dusty old book in a bookshelf <laughs> um and thankfully, it is coming and for for people like you that are bringing this more into the space and having these conversations. Yeah. And this is why I'm, you know, if I get invited onto these things, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I I feel that it's so important that we talk about this as much as possible. And what's great is, you know, 10 years ago, you say to somebody, what's a chakra? They'd look at you like you're nuts. But today, you can stop almost anybody on the street and say, what's a chakra? And they go, oh, it's yeah. something to do with energy. They might not know exactly it, but they... Yes. they and that's really exciting. It's really, really exciting because, by gosh, do we need it? We need a kind of collective shift of attitude and approach.
0: But I think it's the way that you explain what you do that makes it approachable to people, it makes it accessible to people. And, like you say, you're not this crazy person at a fun fair. You are, you know, does sound appealing. A Normal. Normal. No, no one's normal and racy yeah. weird, but, you know, You are somebody that you could sit down with and have a conversation about and be guided by and feel comfortable. Thank you. And I think what's really nice, you know, my motivation is that I want these types of conversations to be where doing a yoga class, you know, if you went to a yoga class 10, 15 years ago, it's like, ooh, that's a bit different. Yes. yoga and meditation like oh that's a bit edgy whereas now everyone's talking about it that it's actually part of mindfulness it's about part of looking after your body about part of looking after your mind totally and i think there's so many other things that might actually stop you hitting crisis point if only you knew more about these things so for me it's about energy in the home you know mm. we we think about doing physical exercise we meditate yoga whatever we do to look after our bodies and then we forget that the home has an energy and for you I guess people forget that there's an energy around them that's bigger than them yes and it's about being aware of that because it will make a massive positive difference to you if you can just be you don't have to be fully into it you don't have to be like in your cloak you know and the smoke and mirrors and all of that but it's just by being aware of it that you can be just a happier brighter person Completely. you mentioned there that you have some you run retreats mm. can you tell me about these because I'm ah, mildly obsessed about them
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we've just come back off um this weekend we were just running a three day retreat and um my husband works on the comp uh, the business with me uh so he's he's come on in the last year and he runs very much the event side um and we run also the retreats together. So his background is as a yoga teacher. Um, so he runs the the yoga side. And, and what we really wanted was to be able, again, exactly as you say, really bring through this holistic approach to retreat, so that it is mind, body, spirit, and soul. Um, mm-hmm. That the food is amazing and nourishing. The community is really nourishing and like-minded. We've got, you're moving the body. There's a bit of a physical aspect to it, but also there's a spiritual aspect to it. So the one that we just finished was all around personal power and what, when we use these words, Standing in your power, or I'm disempowered, or I'm empowered. What does that actually mean? And looking at the mechanics of personal power, so deeply, deeply fascinating. And what was great is that we had a real eclectic mix of people some that were, you know, in the spiritual path, they'd never done anything like it at all, and those that were quite deep in their practice. Um, so it was a balancing act, bringing those things through. But just as you say, you don't have to be right in the deep end of this spiritual practice for it to be still applicable when delivered correctly um, it, it applies to all areas of your, of your life and I think people were really pleasantly surprised about actually this isn't something that alienates or kind of is differenti- differentiates it's actually something that again I'm all about Holistic integration—it's about understanding that the psyche, the spirit, the soul is one fifth of the the mandala. You know, it's mm-hmm. not we we have got quite body. Well, we've actually got very mind centric, and we've forgotten slightly body, which again yes. is great that things like the ogre are coming through. We've slightly forgotten heart. well really forgotten heart I would say um uh (laughs) and then there's soul as part of it and then there's kind of the emotional realm as well and I think being able to exactly as you say understanding that it's That we can work because one of the big misconceptions around spiritual people, and this is why I get a bit frustrated and want to shake people that I see in this work that are just completely in la la land. I'm like, you're doing us a disservice. You are doing you are perpetuating a stereotype that is is not useful in all health. And it's actually not useful to the person either, because when you start and the the issue is usually it's really lovely up there there are no issues up there everyone's your friend and it's white light and it just cleanses and I don't have to look at any of my problems and and actually coming down and grounding into the here and now and grounding into your life Mm -hmm. and going ugh. Oh, that's really dissatisfactory, or oh I really don't like this, or actually I'm in a I'm completely in the wrong job, or oh this relationship's really sucking everything out of me. But it's kind of easier to distract and it's easier to blame. Yes. Oh it's not my fault, it's their fault, or it's because of this, or you know, how many people can identify with this thing of my life will begin when? Or this will happen yes. when? When this happens, that means I can start doing that. Or well, when I've got this amount of money, then I can do that. And we put conditions around everything. Yeah. Instead of actually just kind of, right, let's let's just plunge into the deep end going back to that courage that we've spoken about before. Um so yeah, it's um those that are actually really on the spiritual path have had to do that grounding. And a lot of what people also miss kind of overlook at times is self development and psychic development go hand in hand. And this is again, a lot of what we look at retreat is like, actually it's much about personal development and just having that Mm -hmm. space you know so much on a retreat is about having somebody cook for you and tell you where to be and just deliver everything in a way that your mind can just take that holiday and really chat with like minded people and you know, that's the big feedback that we get again and again and again from our retreats is oh it's just so nice to be with people where we can explain things. You said before about the school gate and you being the only one that's kind of yeah. spiritually inclined. And it's like actually yeah. in a room filled with people that get the way that you talk and understand. And again, that isn't about segregation, but it's about reassurance of oh okay, I'm not going mad. Oh, you too? Oh, I didn't even know I needed to ask that question. That's so exciting. So we're really really trying to kind of blend those two things so it yeah it's usually me giving more kind of lecture base kind of talks yes. and then that's kind of the area that I want to go more and more into because I I feel teaching for me is really it's it's something that I find comes very naturally um but it's again it's really nice for you to like I feel I can deliver things in quite a kind of grounded accessible way yes. at times
0: And then you can level up if you need to, you can change that, you know, you can go deeper when somebody's like, okay, I've got that, I've absorbed that, I'm not so scared anymore, okay, like, layer the information and it's just like building trust that you're not, that you're not crazy and you're not going to go crazy because you've been to see somebody that's, you know, read a tarot card. So, Fingal, how can people find you? So there's a couple
1: of ways. The best way is always through the website, um, which is wellnessfoundry.co.uk. So that describes all of our services, um, the upcoming events courses. So we run psychic development courses, um, tarot courses, full moon ceremonies, um, Uh, and other experiences and then we've also got the coaching aspect that you were talking about and the healing aspect so that's all on the website and then also you can follow us on instagram at wellness foundry um but yeah those those two tend to be and i really do mean this please feel free to drop us a dm or me a dm or an email hello at wellness uk with any questions that we've not managed to cover or um if again if some of your listeners just need some reassurance or whatever if you've got the burning questions i'm more than more than happy to answer them i love i love receiving the questions for sure
0: oh finger it's honestly it's been everything and more having oh, you on the podcast thank you so much for your pleasure it's been, it's been a joy so generous with your time with your energy and everything and i i can't wait for just to enjoy intro- I feel like I'm introducing you like as a couple to my listeners to, be, like, to my little community of people and gone here Fingal is safe Lovely. you can be safe with him <laughs> oh,
1: thank you thank you take care Fingal bye bye bye, bye.
0: bye.